The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Good morning and welcome to our Tuesday edition of our live stream devotional. Uh, whether you're watching this live or whether you're watching this later archived or listening to it on a podcast, uh, we're glad you're with us, glad you joined us, and greatly appreciate the opportunity to be with you today. Thanks for all who jumped in yesterday on what would be a bit of a different live stream as I stream from my front porch. Uh, it was the first time, and yes, by the time I got done, I joked about this, and my hands are pretty tired. By the time we got done, I only went 12 minutes. I got to get in better shape, apparently. Uh, but really great to have you back in the office, back to the normal schedule, shall we say. And uh, we're glad you're with us and taking uh, time just on your Tuesday, the end of your morning, take a few minutes in God's Word and give me the opportunity uh, just to be able to share some of God's Word. It's truly my pleasure. I love studying, and, and uh, it was not always my desire and gift to be study as prim- primary job, but I truly love studying the Word of God. I love being able to share it. So I love this opportunity. So thank you for giving it to us and giving us a chance just to be part of your day. Uh, we're going to be in Proverbs 12 today, and we're going to look at a verse. Uh, everyone, I mention every once in a while in the book of Proverbs, you find different verses that are just, they're used a lot, they're quoted a lot, and they're good. Now, all of Proverbs is good, but some of them, they just, when you say there's just so much in it, so much truth behind it, and so much that we can pull from it, that you just hear it referenced and quoted so many more times. And these are one of those verses today, so we're going to look predominantly at one verse. Tomorrow we have a chunk of verses that we talk about, still talking about the difference between wicked and the righteous, and we're going to see it through their words, through their tongue. Today... Uh, we're going to look at just one particular verse, uh, a relatively familiar verse, should we say popular verse. Um, so let me go ahead, let's read this section, the verse today, and then we'll kind of give some introductory thoughts as to where we're going with this. So Proverbs chapter 12, uh, verse 15, Solomon says this, The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but he that hearkeneth unto counsel is wise. So now the first thing I want to do is mention that, remember throughout Proverbs, there are descriptions predominantly of four different types of people. Now please remember, um, he did the way of a fool is right in his own eyes. In Old Testament specifically, a lot of times it was very generic to his or him or man. Um, we read the other day just the word man. It comes from the Greek word, or excuse me, Hebrew word Adam, uh, from Adam. Uh, the word Adam literally just means human. Um, so it's, it's very generic. Don't, 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 don't sit back and women say, men, this is all against them. This is very generic across to human mankind, if we can use that term. Uh, but we, he, he, God, uh, God gives Solomon four descriptions that he wants us to be reminded about. And the first three are not necessarily good. Remember, there's the fool, or excuse me, the simple. The simple is not necessarily evil per se, but they've yet to make a decision which direction they want to go. Uh, so they just kind of follow what everyone else is doing. It's a very dangerous place to be in, and, uh, but yet a lot of people find themselves there. And ultimately, it leads to the other two if they're not careful. A simple person... That, that makes the right decisions can go to wise, but they can also go the wrong way. Then there's the fool. The fool has been given a lot of information and yet chooses to ignore this information. It says, I don't want it, I don't care, and I, I'm not saying it's wrong, I just don't care. And they're, they're not necessarily against all the things with God, but they're not for it, they're not willing to follow it, they just have their own point of view. Uh, the scorner 
They've gone so far where God says you need to remove them from your company. Uh, you need to rebuke them so that the simple will learn. And uh, the scorners has gone to an extreme. And uh, they're just, they're, they're in such sin that frankly only God's going to be able to get a hold of their heart. And, uh, and by the way, they don't, we think about this and we think sometimes the simple is silly and the fool is, is hard and the scorner is oh, mean. Can I be honest with you that we depict these people, we assume when we see them, uh, they're going to look a certain way. They're going to act a certain way. That doesn't always happen. A scorner who wants nothing to do with God does not necessarily mean they're angry. They might be, but they may not be. So we think, well, they're not a scorner because they're too nice. They're too kind. That's not accurate. Sometimes a scorner is so angry, uh, but and they've just given up on God, and they're going to kind of go against it. It doesn't always mean they're angry. Uh, sometimes they come across kind and things of that nature. God, Satan can use them in very dangerous ways. And so um, there's, there's three descriptions, and then there's the wise. It's interesting. The other three are bad descriptions of people in, all, in different levels, but kind of bad. This one, he only gets one to the good, and it's wise. And he, then he goes through and he breaks down. Now, obviously, throughout Scripture, we just talked about it. Uh, was it last week? We talked about the difference between a wicked person and a righteous person. And so there's those descriptions. Uh, but predominantly, Proverbs runs through breaking down the book of four different types of people. And, it's, and when I say people, it's mindset, it's heart conditions, it's walking with God, desire to do right. This is what he's putting out there. And so in verse 15, he says something. Now, let, let me ask you this question. I like to start with some level of introduction to get you to think about really the thought of what's going on here. So you can really see, I can ask you from two different points of view, this passage. The first one would be somebody who, let's say a parent or a leader or a pastor was watching someone else and it's become obvious that they're struggling a little bit with that person just doesn't want to seem to listen to instruction. Why? And here's what we do. We see the person and we try to give them, and when I mean instruction, I'm not saying we're always on their case. Sometimes it's absolutely needed, necessary instruction, but they don't want to hear it. I mean, it's one thing. you got somebody that says, I know you're right. I just haven't gotten around to it. That, that's, you know, that's, a, that's a different person. I'm talking about somebody who you give needed, necessary instruction. They just don't care. I mean, they, they're kind of annoyed that you would feel like it's necessary that you would even give them proper instruction. Let me give you an example of one I saw just this morning. My wife on the way in, and my wife and I on the way into work stopped by Chick-fil-A to get some breakfast. And uh, as you know, the Chick-fil-A's lobbies aren't open right now, and so you go through drive-thru. So we had driven around the restaurant, got in a drive-thru, and as we're pulling up, right towards the end before here in the Chamonix, before you pull left to go to where the speaker is, um, they've got these, you know, different pylons, but then there's four or five, six orange cones. So we're driving up, and we thought it was strange. This car is parked in front of it, and the driver gets out. It was very obvious pretty quickly the driver did not work at Chick-fil-A. He was not an employee. He gets out, and he's moving cones. He's moving these four or five cones, stacking them and getting them out of the way because he doesn't want to drive around the restaurant. He wants to pull in. So I'm pulling up, and he graciously looks at me, smiles, and waves me on. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to wait for you. I went through the line. And it was, we were the only two in line. So then he gets in, pulls in line. Now, if he, we, my wife and I were joking, that's just annoying. Just, just go around. But see, if somebody were to walk out and say, what are you doing? That kind of person, I don't know about him, but that kind of person gets angry. How dare you tell me what to do? I, I, I can do what I want. That's what they're talking about. What they do is, it, it, you look at them like, there's no reason for that. It's foolish. It's ignorant. And then you, in the restaurant has every right to say, get out of my drive-thru. I mean, it's, it's silly. It's just silly. 
But that's kind of what I'm talking about today is you, you see somebody that no matter how wrong they are and how right you might be, they don't want to listen to your instruction. Now, here's the other side of that coin. The other side, and I'm going to talk to those of you that I would call that may be listening that would be the fool in this scenario where no matter how much you know, how old you get, and how smart and wise you think you are, you are getting so sick and tired of other people telling you what to do. Just leave me alone. I know more than them. I know more about technology than them. They're so old. They're, I'm just done. You know, hey, come on. I am, I am 21 years old. I am so old. I mean, I am so mature. You old people get out of my way. Now, I guess I'm being a bit sarcastic, but that's how we see it. But there are some of you, you get the point, I'm, I'm just done with people telling me what to do. This is ridiculous. This is the description of what he's talking about here. So let's break the verse down. The way, the direction, the thinking, um, the processing of a fool is right in his own eyes. So the, the direction they're going, the thinking, the mindset, the logic, all these different words, to a foolish person, uh, so we break down what that word is, the way, um, is right now, catch this phrase, in his own eyes. No one else will recognize it. No one else needs to recognize it because that person doesn't care. In his eyes, it makes sense. It's right, and don't let anybody else get in the way and tell me I'm wrong. In my eyes, if I were the foolish person, I would say, everything I'm doing is right, get me, get, leave me alone, done. Um, years ago, uh, we were sitting outside our front house. We have a unique spot, uh, situation in our, in our neighborhood where I live in Levittown where uh, the neighbors have complained to the township for years. I don't know exactly all the details, but uh, right at the uh, probably two homes down from my house uh, is where the drains come for the street and all the water comes down. And it also is connected in from other sections of Plumridge. So when it rains heavily, all this rain comes down to this section. But for whatever reason, the drains can't keep up. I've been told that the water goes in and the drains uphill, and that's not even possible due to gravity, and you know, unless you've got a pump running. Whatever is going on, it comes down and it begins to flood. When I mean flooding, um, two homes down from me, the flood can go up their yard, and I've seen it up by their porch. And, uh, and in fact, I've had times where I can't park my cars in my driveway anymore because you can't get into it because there's a good four to six inches of water. But at the bottom of this, where it peaks out, there can be, any, there can be three to four feet of water down there. It just sits. And it'll often sit there for 20, 30 minutes until the rain stops and then it drains away. But every once in a while, you'll see someone coming through and we as in the neighborhood try to stop them. We're like, stop, stop. And I'll never forget one time, there's a guy out there. He's in swim trunks. And he's pushed two cars out of it already. And my neighbor, so he turns around, and the guy's flying around the corner, and he's screaming, stop. And the guy begins to honk at him. So my neighbor just gets out of the way, and the guy, whoo, full speed, hits the water. You think about it. The water's, the water's almost to the waist of my neighbor. So you know it's not shallow. And the car goes into the water. And I'm not going to, it was a BMW. The guy, God, what were you thinking? He gets probably right to the peak of it, and the car stalls out. Now, at this point, my neighbor, and I can't deny the fact, we're laughing at the guy. He's been warned, don't do this. He's like, I know what I'm doing, young guy. I know what I'm doing. And he pulls right into the water. Well, then, in anger, rolls the window down and starts yelling at us. Why didn't you tell us? And my neighbor's like, I was trying to. And he's yelling, he's cursing, and all this. And the part is they open the door. The water's pouring into the car. 
So we all go out there. He doesn't. He's mad. So we all get out there, put it in neutral. We shove the car down, to, you know, probably you know, a little bit down the street, and he pulled it over. He can't start it because it's all flooded. He, but he chose to go in it. And here's the thing. The way, no, the water's only three inches. You're a short man, whatever, whoever's standing in the middle. I can go through. That's a silly illustration, but that's the illustration. I know what I'm doing. Let me go in. And he drives a BMW into four feet of water. You don't need to do that. There's ways around. You can still go through a neighborhood. Just, there's another way around. And what I see in that is his way was right. And it brought nothing but damage to his car. It was I, later that night he came back and the car finally started and he drove it. But you know there's going to be damage. Water inside, all these different things. And we, we, as, we as neighbors looked at it and said, we live here. We know what we're talking about. That's the premise. A refusal, no matter how much that other person knows, to listen. The way, the direction, the logic, the thinking, the pre preference of a fool is right, is logical in his own eyes. And where does that come from? Well, you've been frustrated, hurt, whatever. Something is filtered through your eyes and your mind where you're so frustrated you don't want to listen to any level of authority. Can I make a point that I heard someone say that I believe is so true? Especially if you're a Christian, I believe this to be true. If your issue is authority, the ultimate problem, your issue is with God. Because God is the ultimate authority. If you have a problem with your parents, you have a problem with other authority, you have a problem with God. If you're unsaved, that might be the same issue. Maybe you feel like all this going on is God's fault or whatever it is and you want to blame God. Ultimately, your problem is with God. Because when I, when I accept that God's in control, it changes things. It's just something to consider. The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but he that hearkeneth unto counsel is why? See that hearkeneth. Hearkeneth is more, hearkening is more than just I hear. All right, let, let me let this old person tell me a few words. No, no, no. Hearkening is I, I hear the wisdom of the person who has more experience than me, more wisdom than me, and then I will listen and I will make it part of my decision-making process. When I choose to do something, I will take the advice of people who are older than me, who are wiser than me, in some cases younger but more experienced in me in the situation I'm asking on, and I will use their advice in making the decision. I won't say, okay, I've listened to these four people, I'm going to go do my own thing. That, that's the first part of the verse. This part is, I will listen to the advice of people around me, and I will make that part of my decision. So when someone comes back and says, why did you decide to do this? Well, you know, I considered this, and then so-and-so said this, and then I read this. This is, this is wisdom. Can I encourage you, the fool is right in his own eyes, but that doesn't mean he's right. I hope I understand that. I read this, I don't know who put it out there. I thought it was a great truth. I mean, probably a meme, but it was a, to me it was a great truth, and I don't usually say memes are great truths. The comment was this, just because you're offended by something doesn't mean you're right. And I'm not trying to get politically correct or incorrect or anything like that, but that's, how, that's the premise here. I'm offended because I don't like what you're doing, so I'm right. No, 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 no. You may be 100% wrong. That doesn't make a difference. Just because it's right in your own eyes doesn't make you right. In your mind you are, and you may drive that car right to four feet of water and nobody laughs at you. It's when I'm willing. I, I don't... I'm not, I'm not weak, I'm not foolish, I'm not stupid, I'm not silly, I'm not young, I'm not a kid. When I take advice from other people, especially advice from people older than me, it is great wisdom to learn from them. It is wise to learn from them. It is protection to learn from them. Why make the same mistakes when I can do something differently? I can grow beyond the person who wants to give me advice? That is what he is trying to teach me here. Now, remember, there's, there's all these different things. When we talk about fool and simple, simple 
has not really made a lot of decisions yet. The fool is kind of like, I don't like this. Can I tell you, if you continue as a fool, biblical fool, to go down a path where you won't listen, you will ultimately become a scorner. Let me tell you why. As a fool, you continue to make wrong decisions. Those decisions will come back to haunt you because you're not listening to advice. They will come back to haunt you. They will come back to hurt you. And then you become angry at God. It's not God's fault because you've chosen to ignore all of the messages, the devotion, the Bible, the advice of the people God's put around you. You've chosen to ignore them. But somehow you will blame God. And then that's how scorners often develop. Their refusal to follow the advice of all the people God has given them makes them angry. That's not biblical. Get it right. For those of us who want to be wise and want to be blessed by God, listen. And I don't just mean hear. Listen. Write it down. Evaluate. You're not going to take everything you're told. But you're going to learn so many things and you're going to be protected in, protected in so many areas. Don't, don't become ignorant and say, I don't want to hear it. Listen and seek out advice. And that is a great bit of it, great wisdom as we see found in this, chap, in this verse in Proverbs. Again, thank you for giving us some time on this Tuesday to just look into the Word of God and evaluate this. Sometimes Proverbs forces us to evaluate deep down into our heart. And sometimes we don't like it. Uh, but even though this, you said, I don't know if I like this. The truth of this is powerful if I'm willing to follow it. Thank you for giving me the time today to be part of your day. We hope you have a great rest of Tuesday and a great rest of the week. And we look forward to seeing you again tomorrow at same time. Love you. Hope you have a great rest of the day.